Mm. That will work. Hey, can you feel it? I I can. It's all around us. It's right. in the air. Are we talking about different things? Well, I was talking about smoke. Oh. What were you talking about? I hate to say it, but oh like... Oh my gosh, that's gross. No. Dan. It's not gross. This is a family-oriented podcast. It's Dude, fall is not that far away. Ooh. And I know Ooh. I know it's like a ways away. Why are you talking to me about this? It's not that far away. Kids are thinking about going back to school. Poor that kids. Sucks. Yeah. It does suck. I was just talking to a kid. They go back to school on like August 10th. Mm-hmm. Same with my crew. My crew is from Indiana today. What are you folks doing to these poor kids? Yeah. The week after Labor Day. You're going to take the whole month of August away from these kids? What? That's like the best part of summer. Mm-hmm. Without question. And then, if I remember, the dread sets in like two weeks ahead, right? Mm-hmm. So then you got kids, think, dreading school already on July 26th. That is not fair. <laughs> Well, from what I heard, they're going to take like a, a two-week fall break, a two-week winter break, and a two-week spring break. Gotcha. That still sounds awful. Yeah. Let's knock it out. And maybe, yeah, maybe it's, could be COVID stuff, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't sound like it's happening to Minnesota kids, though. No. No. It's the I states and the southern states. Yeah. Which I feel a little bad about. But That's I, what you get for living in the I state. Anyway, this is While I Talk. I'm Dan Ryan. I'm Will Newer. We're doing a quick hitter. We're going to do a weekend review, a Groundhog Day, a weekend preview, and then we're going to get out of here. Yep. Oh, man. We had one pretty good listener question. Let's, we can fit that in. Okay. Yep. We'll fit that in somewhere in the middle. All right. But before we do any of that, we're going to hear a little something from the Porter Brothers. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Uh, I do have to apologize. We don't have our normal microphone, so our listening quality, I think, is going to be okay, but not as good as it usually is. Will tells me not to worry about it. Don't worry about it. I just worry about it. They understand this is a fishing podcast from fishermen, not from some dweeb who is obsessing (laughs) about his stupid microphones. Stop being a dweeb. (laughs) Okay. All right? It's fine. How was your week? Uh, you know, it's it's been really good. I don't know if I've talked, if we had the podcast since. Um, I, I filled out on each lake <gasps> with walleyes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> sometime last week. Yep, I don't think you did talk about it. Yeah, it was outstanding. Something I hadn't done in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I caught a muskie. <laughs> Same day. Same day. Uh, <laughs> it's been pretty awesome. Um you know, but it's not consistent. Like, I had a really good day, and then I followed up with a really pretty pretty tough day. Mm-hmm. And then I had a couple of days out on... And I've been on leech a ton, yeah, which is really super uncharacteristic for me. Yep. Um, but I've had some pretty, pretty good days. And in fact, yesterday, I caught walleyes, handful of them, on a jig and a minnow in five feet of water. Nice. Super condition-driven. The only reason i did it but it was super fun and it felt extremely good um i had been i've been seeing muskies like every day out there the one afternoon i musky fished 
we never caught one. But we did have a bite. We did have a hookup that come off, and we saw a few real short ones. But it overall fishing has been has been outstanding for for the time of year. It's not outstanding over you know the best times of the year. Yeah. But I've been I have never been happier in July with July. Gold star. Gold star to the month of July. Thanks for uh, thanks for being smoky. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a little sick of the smoke, but my eyes burn. Yeah. I feel one time in college I kissed a gal who smoked and it tastes just like today. <laughs> honest to God story. It's good to know. Yeah. I don't think I ever kissed a smoker. I don't recommend it, but she was pretty cute and I was pretty drunk. Good for you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> that we've had Dan, a good, how was your week? Thanks for asking. Uh, I'd echo that we had a pretty good week fishing. Um, I haven't been on leech. I had some time to myself where I went to leech. We fished together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had a nice day. Again, you had a muskie on oh. a freaking nightcrawler come up. Twice. Twice. And then it chased your swimming. On, a paddle, bit, on yeah. a paddle tail. Just would have for sure eaten. Had we had all cared about catching it, we would have for sure caught that <laughs> fish. Well... We would have for sure got that. I had an opportunity. Bite. Yep. Um, very hungry, 45, 46 yeah. incher. Super nice one. Just hanging around. Dude, I was out yesterday and a guy caught a 47 right next to our boat. Really? The guy I lost my wedding ring with? Mm-hmm. He caught him. a 47 right next to it. It was <laughs> awesome. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, uh, we were out there once. And then I went out there driving another day. Lots of driving. And didn't learn much happens learn where they're not yeah it was a bummer though i was like real disciplined i fished for about 10 minutes the whole morning yikes and just drove and drove and drove and drove and didn't learn anything real interesting listen to a joe rogan podcast that was kind of interesting sweet um but the the little lakes have been great i feel like right now i've been able to pretty accurately predict our days which is nice and also like you dread yeah you dread some days oh yeah and i I would say like it's been a pretty like we've had a fairly fishy week even though we've had storms rolling around it hasn't really like shut them off completely i almost think that that because it's consistently like every other day we've been having storms come in Mm -hmm. and what's following these storms is not cold fronts it's not it's pretty fishy weather after the fact yep so like they're less active, but they're still pretty damn. They're active. not getting like shut off, and like the main thing, what I what I when I feel it is when like the humidity drops out, and we haven't really had that happen. Yet. Right. Now we've got more moderate temps, um, so things are looking up. I've been doing multi-species stuff, except for one lake that I'm primarily just fishing walleyes, and it's been very good to me. Um, the multi-species trips, like give the walleyes an hour and catch three or four of them and then go do other stuff which i feel like is for sure and if like, you if you were fishing walleyes the entire time would you catch very many more than three or four i don't think so i don't i don't know um but i do feel like we're pulling the plug at the right time for folks that are really just looking to have a you know, like, they're, they're, everybody's a little fascinated with catching walleyes, even if they're not walleye fishermen, right? For sure. So if you can get them a couple early on, that's great. They get to, like, wear that badge, maybe get a picture, and then 
that what they really want is to just go fishing. And right now, if you want to just go fishing, it's great. It so, is great. Um, I've felt like it's been the right, you know, at 8.30, I'm pulling the plug and going doing other stuff. And I bet if we fished until 11, we'd maybe catch two more. But very, very easily on the, on the, the lakes we've been fishing, maybe zero more. Very easily. Mm-hmm. Even if you're overfish in that 9, 30, 10 o'clock range. Mm-hmm. I, I had a, so I had a smallmouth trip on a, on our, on our really good walleye lake. Mm-hmm. And I was over what I, so I was smallmouth fishing and then with walleye gear when we were targeting smallmouth. And <laughs> it was awesome, by the way. <laughs> Super fun. Sorry, Andrew, but they love leeches way more than anything else you've put down. <laughs> And we went over, and I drove this area, and they looked, they looked like walleyes, and they didn't bite. So I almost guarantee they were walleyes. Yeah. But it was nine thirty, and I was over probably fifteen fish, never got a bite. Hmm. So we didn't give it too terribly long. Sure. Because these guys were gonna go smallmouth. Right. And boy, is smallmouth right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you're rigging leeches. <laughs> I have one fish story to tell, but I'll offer up a fish story opportunity to you first. Do you have a fish story you want to tell? No, not yet. Okay. I went fishing with P. Davis yesterday. <gasps> yep. It was Parkster? Our, yep. The uh, Our best employee. Far and away our best employee. I don't and, know how we ever got so lucky. Yeah. We were very lucky to have him. And uh, he wanted to, well, he wanted to fish for crappies for a little bit and then fish for small eyes and crappy thing worked out good i think he you know i think a lot of you all probably hear us talk about him a lot and then maybe don't take the time to do it i think he just wanted to see how it worked out so we did that and then we went jig ramping and i'm gonna i'm gonna say i think i'm gonna say the s word twice just i'm putting out a warning that i'm gonna say Susie richardson plug your ears please no she likes it she's all right with it she's my moral judge and i think she's okay with me (laughs) So we went jig wrapping, and Parker can jig wrap the shit out of it. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> so I we scanned up some some fish and like my my first cast I caught one, and then Parker's like second cast he caught one. They were both like nineteens. His came unpinned at the net, and the jig wrap hit me in the neck. Somehow. Square in the neck. Square in the like neck. Like hickey territory. Yeah. From, what is that? It Probably five. A rod length? Yeah. Five, six feet away. And that thing somehow hit me in the neck. Hard five, enough, eight sounds. Hard enough to like hurt, but did not stick to my neck. And that, the moment was over, right? Like, oh, oh God. That, I think I'm all right. It didn't hit you like in the windpipe, right? It just hit you in the meat. Yep, in the meat. Right I in the neck. Where a bunch of blood goes, though. Right, right? in the neck rose. So I, <laughs> we were like fishing. I'm like, what would have, what would have we done if that had stuck to my neck like that? <laughs> and I don't know. And then like I thought it through, and here comes the second S word, my buddy. Uh, Scott Allen, who his nickname is Dr. Shitpants. We won't tell the story why, but that's the second one. I think I would have FaceTimed him and I was like playing through the story. Would have been so good to like start a FaceTime with like, hey buddy, how you Face doing? Face only. Face only. And then just scan down. 
do you know what I should do <laughs> about this? It's very, it's very helpful to know a doctor. And I think it would have been a doctor visit. I don't know. Didn't have to Leave it, it in until morning. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm just see if glad it just it crawls stick. out on its own. Because we were we were like three casts in, we caught two. Yeah, so we jig wrapped them real good. Parker, like he does this like a real quick snappy jig stroke. Um, it's like, and he catches them real good. Wow. Mm-hmm. So we jig wrapped most of them. Caught a few on creekies, and then got chased off by a storm right at the end of the night. I get a lot of satisfaction out of pulling the plug at the correct time, too, you know? And we, like, closed the truck doors, and the, it started falling. Nice. So, yeah. So, good to see him. I, I don't know if I'm going to see him until uh, he's going to college. He's going to college in Colorado. Or, not Colorado. South Dakota. Nice. He's just going to... To duck hunt. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, he's going to have a blast down there. Fishing's been good. Good to fish with Parker. Oh, I gotta tell one more Parker story real quick. Do it. He fished a tournament on the Whitefish chain. Yeah. That was a big tournament too, wasn't yeah. it? Like 200 boats. Yeah. Uh, which sounds crazy. Um, and it was a grind of a three fish. Like they did not have much going. Um, and they were like in, having a tough day to start their tournament. And then they fished one offshore hump, and Parker's partner caught, I think they waited, it was a six and a half pounder. But, it, but it, a small mall, but it's a, it's a catch photo release tournament. So on their, on, on the scale that they use, it only weighed five something, oh, which no. smallmouth is like the one thing that's super inaccurate up here. Yeah. Where like the actual fish probably weighs more than what that scale. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. And then they just like, didn't have anything else going. So they went and fished the other side of the chain. On these couple of small lakes, and they ended up in like 29th place, filled a limit, and like not very many teams filled filled a limit that day. Out of 200 boats, yeah, that's Just legit. Pulled it out of nowhere. <laughs> I felt like it was a great tournament story because they were like not having a great time. I think what he said was like, "I'm never going back." To <laughs> I say that lots, Parker, and I still end up going back yeah, a lot. You end up going back. <laughs> Done with story time. Should we take a break? Let's do it. This while I talk is brought to you by the one stop in Longville. The one stop in Longville is still stocked with plenty of walleye and panfish spinning rods. So if you need to add to the collection, to the arsenal of walleye and panfish rods, stop to the one stop in Longville. Great selection of Fenwick rods, uh, Chibumis rods, and Elliot rods. Stop on in and get your. Uh, New brand new stick. All right, we had a listener question about the thermocline and how it can impact fishing in general. It's an interesting scenario that happens, right? So what a thermocline is is a separation of water temperatures. It's almost like the sun's rays don't heat up past a certain point, and when people dive and they go down and swim down to that thermocline, it's almost, those waters don't mix mm-hmm. because that cold water is more dense than the warm water. Right. And what's below that warm water line is a lot less oxygen. Um, almost, it's a slower way of life because it's so much colder than that water that's above it. And it, 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 I guess it looks like 
when you put oil and water together. Yeah. Yep. So, kind of interesting. For sure. And so, like, the surface, the top layer, gets more dissolved oxygen introduced through, like, rainwater, like, runoff. Waves. And then also through wave action and vegetation, right? Very few things are growing below the, the thermocline. Um, so, this guy, the listener question, he was fishing Rainy Lake. Heard from everybody, don't fish deeper than 18 feet or something. I can't remember the exact number. Didn't do very well on walleyes. Had what what sounded like a lot of fun catching like a million smallmouth. So not a not a bust of a trip, but he was just wondering like, what's the deal with like, what's this good advice? What's it not good advice? There is life below the thermal for sure. So like less, it's like a limited amount of oxygen down there, right? You have to think of it as like for the season. This is the oxygen you have. Stuff eats up that oxygen, and so the amount lowers and lowers and lowers and lowers. That's how we have like tulipy die-offs die mm-hmm. because they use up their when, when the water gets hot, they'll use up their dissolved oxygen underneath that thermocline. They've got the yep. I they, think, and then they get hot and they die. Yep. That's what happens. Yep. It's a. It's not like the low oxygen that kills them. Is my understanding. It's the fact that they're sort of forced out of what where they're comfortable. Mm-hmm into this hot water and that's what kills them off right which is a like that's that's what happens it's a normal-ish thing right but i think like the main takeaway i would have is there are for sure fish below the thermocline and i personally don't fish below the thermocline yeah you do when i bet you do when like right now What's the deepest I've fished in the last month? Well, that's not true of every every lake you fish, though. What's the deep? Get, take a guess. It was the other day when I saw those walleyes. How deep? Like 17 feet. Okay. Otherwise, I've been in, like, under 15. I have in the past fished under the thermocline. Yeah. But not very often. But even in the fall, there's still, like, an existing thermocline. That's true, but the colder it gets, the further down it pushes. It's more pressure from the cooler water pushing it down. I think that we spend a lot of time... Well, I, I guess I don't know for sure. Because like sometimes you can see it, but often you cannot. I haven't been able to see it this year. I haven't either. Um, and the thermocline depth of the lake will change with the clarity. So there's one lake we fish where the thermocline is like 14 feet. Which we have no issue and we'll try this year, but it's bang for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I haven't been out there this year. Sure. It's it's just interesting. Yep. And then but there are also lakes like Malax and Leech that don't ever get one because they're so big and they get so churned up that they're like the main lake of Leech never has a thermal like that lake will turn over, quote unquote, turn over all of the time. Right. Um, so there's oxygen redistributed through the whole thing Mm -hmm. i don't i just don't know that it matters that much i think it matters some but i don't know that i've ever i don't know how to like even say it there's just other other things that are far more important to me when i'm looking for fish and most of that's related to a graph right? right for sure 
and I don't care where the thermocline is as long as I'm over fish that I think are walleyes. Yeah, absolutely. So, take that for what it's <laughs> worth. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if you if anybody learned anything out of that or not, but it is an interesting topic. Maybe we'll do more on it later. Yes. Um, I have to do Groundhog Day for you, but I am not prepared to do that yet. Well, go ahead and prepare yourself. Okay. This week's episode of Walleye Talk is brought to you by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. An undervalued bait, in my opinion, is, of course, the Nightcrawler. And Full Stringer has lots of options for how to buy them. You can buy them by the dozen, by the two dozen. You can buy five dozen large crawlers. You can buy eight dozen small crawlers, which has actually been my favorite the last few days. And they all come in bedding. That means that these folks get the crawlers into the shop and they sort them all so that you're getting high-quality night crawlers in bedding. Stop in at the Full Stringer and pick up some worms. Groundhog Day. You got one? Yep. Um, you're going to fish the NWT as a amateur. Amateur. Yes. You get to fuck. You get to Pick your pros both days. Can't fish with the same pros. You get to pick them. And if you don't know them, I don't care. But I'm going to let you pick them. I think you know the pros enough to, like, choose. And you get to pick which body of water. So this is, like, not even that bad of a groundhog day. And then what do I have to accomplish? You have to win the tournament. Okay. Two-day tournament. It's a two-day groundhog day. So you have to pick two pros to fish with. Pick the body of water. Tell me how many days it's going to, how many cycles it's going to take. Okay. I'm going to fish, of course, the first day with Gary Effin Parsons. Because <laughs> that dude is the is a hammer. And we're out on Green Bay. Mm. That guy has the biggest walleye ever recorded in NWT history. Is that right? 13 pounder. He caught it on, guess it, wrong, a blade bait. Awesome, and that was from Green Bay. In the spring? In the fall. Mm. Um, well, one of the last tournaments of the year. So for sure I'm fishing with GP. Sounds awesome. Okay. Second day, I'm fishing with... Yeah, what's his name? I know who you're thinking about. What's his, John Hoyer. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to teach me some cool stuff. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. Maybe we're pitching hair jigs because hair jigs are huge out there. Yeah. Sounds great. We don't win. I don't win. GP wins. I don't win. GP crushes. <laughs> wins by like four pounds. We're like, oh my goodness. GP is the godfather. <laughs> anyway, we have to repeat the cycle. But I get the same two anglers? Yes. Sure. That sounds fine. And I get to spend, I don't know, five different NWT adventures with the same two guys. Mm -hmm. They're two future Hall of Famers. For sure. And I'm spending five days with each of them. Yeah. That's a dream come true. <laughs> this is, no, I don't want it to last five Are days. Are you going to be taking Swisher Sweets to... Like lines on fire. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, dude. This is like everything I could ever want. I'm on Green Bay. 
I'm with the top anglers in the world having the best time ever. I don't even care if I catch... I probably don't catch any fish. Oh, I think you'd catch a bunch. Maybe. But, like, you know, as a co-angler, there's a, there's also there's a tournament for the pros and a tournament for the co-anglers. Yep. Co-anglers, I think, it's three fish or something like that. Dude, the first four days, I don't even pick up a rod. <laughs> I'm just there netting fish for the guys. I'm like, yeah, Gary, you're the best. Gosh, I love you. You're the coolest. And I, like, grab a white t-shirt and I'm like... You know, I can grab that ink pen things, then you can, or, you know, the gel pens. Yeah. And I'm like, go GP <laughs> on the front. This is getting worse. Oh, dude, he's the coolest. <laughs> Freaking love that guy. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, it probably takes me more than five now that I've wasted two days just being a cheerleader. <laughs> I'm like, man, Gary, you're good with that blade bait. How do you do it so well? Well, you know what? Years of practice, you know. See, telling me all sorts of wise things. But Wait, anyway. my I, my understanding was that like it was the boat's bag that went towards both the co-anglers' bag and the pros' bag. Oh, maybe it is. And then know. you just like you take your thirty-eight pounds from day one, and then you go to day two with your thirty-eight pounds, but you're with a different bag. Oh, could be. Yeah. I don't know either. Maybe I should do some more research. But anyway, it's the best like five days of my whole freaking and having a great time. I think that's good. Good combo. And we're casting. We're not trolling. We're casting. Mm-hmm. It's I think cool. John Hoyer posts spinners like. All but he also time. like casts some cool stuff in shallow water. Yeah. And that's all we're doing is shallow water stuff because it's me and it's Green Bay, <laughs> and this is my dream. So shut up. I just like the post tournament interview from John Hoyer. It's like, well, I saw my co angler and he just looked like a shallow water guy. So. You wouldn't pitch some shallow water. That's exactly what he said about me. Yes. He's like, man, this guy's losing his hairline, but he's got a good beard. So we're going shallow. Oh, my gosh. So not to get off topic, but the guy I had yesterday, he was 14 years old. And he had the sickest mullet of any 14-year-old ever. Really? Oh, yeah. He had the pit vipers on. Oh, my goodness. Pink braces. Huge mullet, <laughs> and that some bitch was just blowing right in the wind. <laughs> oh man, I could smell the I could smell the pert from here. Kids these days are weird. Man. It was awesome. It's hard. Do you know that cap is a term for when people are lying? They'll say like, "That's cap, man. You capping? If they no think way. you're lying, yeah." Dude, how do you know all these terms? I fished with a bunch of. I had the tri- I had a trip at the Y camp. Had seven mm. of them. I didn't, we're, we're all speaking English, but I didn't know what they were saying. I had to ask for like an ex- explanation all of the time. What you are just you, have urban dictionary What are you up? saying to me right now? <laughs> when I used to say cap, it meant I shot somebody. <laughs> and I generally put it in his rear end. <laughs> I busted that cap into this yipper snapper's <laughs> rear end. Oh, that's real funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> it's because it's 11. <laughs> All right. What and everything's we, funny. What are we doing for uh, this coming week? Week in preview. Dude, I'm doing a ton of walleye or diet trips. Nice. And it's going to either be great or it's going to s- 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 suck. But I think it's going to be good. I think it's really going to be good. I'm um, going to have a ton of night crawlers, a couple dozen leeches, a few creek chubs. 
you're gonna be pulling like crazy. Yeah. Unless it's blowing forty, then we'll be jigging five feet again because <laughs> that was the best. We actually had two days where we caught him on jigs and or where I caught him on jigs and minnows. Nice. Both of us. Oh, yeah. We caught four the one day. Yep. On jigs and minnows. Cheating. Cheating for sure, but mm-hmm. it still counts. Still counts. And uh, yeah, it's been. I'm gonna be pulling some deeper water. Man, I have not caught a walleye and a leech in a long time. I haven't really been. Spinners. I haven't been pulling spinners that much. Though. Pulling That's... spinners, I've been catching them. I haven't been rigging them at all. Yeah, they get crummy. They're just. Yeah. They don't look that good. They're big, but they're kind of crummy. Yeah. They just don't live. They start to kind of spin mm-hmm. instead of flow, and once they start spinning, they're no good. I would agree. Anyway, Dan, what have you been pulling? Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I think fishing's gonna be good. I like to be on the other side of the full moon too. Like I feel like that can really take midsummer, like the July full moon. I don't like fishing the couple days before it or during it because I'm just certain they're if they're they're just gonna eat at night, you know. So unless the weather like gives you a bit of a break, I'm happy to be on the back side of this full moon. Um, I think fishing's gonna be pretty good. It's cooling off. Water temps, like, we're not going to get any warmer than we are now. Like, we're on our I'm way like down. 78 today, mm-hmm. which is not the highest it has been this year. Right. I think yesterday evening, yeah, Parker and I saw 80 degrees. And we've seen it a little bit warmer Multiple than that. Multiple times. Yep. But I don't think we will see it again. I hope I'm right. I hope so, too. Um, fishing chubs a lot. Kind of pain in the butt because they die real easy when it's this warm but hopefully that'll get better and uh jig wraps are yeah it's like late it's, we're getting to late summer stuff chubs jig wraps and of course like crawlers in lots of different ways are going to be catching fish for a while and this is a very undervalued time of year i mean fishing is not the best it will be but it's maybe the most enjoyable for like the fisher person who doesn't like to endure the shit weather mm-hmm. right we've got great weather we've got i mean generally it's calm generally it's sunny generally it's in the mid upper 70s when we're fishing yeah and we can catch a meal of fish pretty easy most days yeah i also would say that like what ends up starting to swing is like you go from like expecting like an okay day to getting like these like we were going for an okay day and we had a kick-ass day right instead of instead of catching four you catch double digit right that can happen this time of year yep and then like to compare that with like september you know you like go in it like well we better bang on them and then sometimes you don't bang on them in september you know um and but i feel like the bar is a little bit lower but you can like blow it out of the water whereas in september the bar is real high and you're just like trying to meet it all the time. So I like I do like fishing this time of year. I think it's gonna be gonna be good. And plus we get some killer bonus fish. Because mm-hmm. almost everything is overlapping. Yep. It's cool. It's super cool. Yeah. Next episode is in August. That's awesome. great. And today's my baby girl's birthday. That's awesome. She's one, one year, year old. old. And she's a little terrorist. <laughs> And it's awesome. Enjoying every minute I have with her. She's cool. Can't can't believe I kept her alive this long. I know. I've never kept anything alive this long. (laughs) 
So I give all the credit to my wife. She's meaner than hell, but I love her. And she is a saint. So. Um, next week, maybe, I think we do have a couple listener questions that we didn't get to. So we're, we're recording. It's 11 o'clock at night, and we both just got done working. So I hope this one was at least a little entertaining, a little useful. Good enough. Good enough. That's our motto here at the Walleye Talk studio. Hot diggity. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next time.